eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can we, can we do something positive? Can we, like... Because I have, so I don't know. I have something that's making me feel happy, feel positive, right? About the Bruins' upcoming schedule. Okay. We're going on a road trip. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> True. A road trip. I'm going to, we're, we're going to Montreal. So we're going to head up the day before, hit some breweries. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the Bruins make it worth our while to go all the way up there. I enjoyed, I went last year, the last game of the regular season, had a great time. So it's also a beautiful 80 degree day. I doubt we're going to get that in March, but um, you know, and I mean, Look, I'm looking forward being to positive, that. Bridget. I thought we were being positive. Okay. It's going to be, gonna be 85. Yeah. That's too much. 75 is good. Se- 75 and sunny. That's yeah. Well, I've been to Montreal in April before and it was hailing miserably. Anyway, uh, I also went to Montreal in April last year and it was 80 degrees. So we will see. Yeah. That's um, a little earlier. Yeah. I don't think mid March we're going to be that lucky, but no, who knows? We but picked up. Whole- I'm going, I'm also going to Florida the week after that. So <sighs> I think, you I, think I should have good weather down there. You're killing my buzz again. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not making that trip. <laughs> I need the sun. And, and so that'll, so I'm going down to visit my grandfather, mostly that for the week, but timing it around the Bruins, um, having two games down there. And, and it'll actually, it's, it'll be the first time I've ever been over to the Eastern part of Florida, um, around the Miami area, obviously sunrise a little outside Miami, but I, I'm hoping if it works out timing wise to at least check out some of Miami on, on the and way. So. You're going to go to the beach and get your tan on, right? That's right. You know no, what they say I, about Irish people? I'm not, I'm, not really, well. I'm, not, I'm not really a beach person anyways, but like even just like walking along the boardwalk or something. So we'll you, you might want to put SPF 100 on if you take a stroll down the boardwalk, but yeah, no, um, I'm just, I'm just going to be like the guy who's just going to be covered. Like my whole face. Is just <laughs> boring, your so. face is like chalky. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I see. I can't make fun of you too much because I'm Swedish. But I do tan, actually, because of the French-Canadian part. But. So I, I do, too, because I also have Italian and Portuguese in, in my background. Um, mm. But I got to get, like, past the Irish first. So it's like there's going to be sunburn to start the summer. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it does eventually turn into a tan. I can't wait to see you come back like a lobster. 
Well, I'm, anyway. I mean, I, I'm we'll be, I'm sure we'll be recording at least one or two podcasts while I'm down there. So you're gonna be you'll... having a margarita in your swim trunks. <laughs> see how see how the connection is on South Beach. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Brian there. recorded. Brian recorded from like Animal Kingdom or some shit where there was like <laughs> hyenas in the background. <laughs> like we had to we had to call it off. We were like the hyenas. Are... <laughs> I don't know what what was going on with that, but he also tried to do it from like L.A. one time in an alley, <laughs> and that didn't work either. <laughs> I've tried. I I couldn't even connect when I was in the Bahamas. I couldn't even get enough internet to even connect at all. So when I'm gone, I'm gone usually. (laughs) Yeah, that's like the only trip I did that where I was like totally off was when I did England and Scotland and all the Bergeron and Krejci stuff happened. You guys like texted me about like recording. I'm like, I'm not recording. Like, good luck. I'm already too drunk to record. <laughs> it, it was like one in the afternoon. I'm like, it's 6 p.m. here. Like, happy hour already started. Yeah, happy hour was three hours ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I I wrote the articles. We did the we did the podcast. It's okay. You enjoyed your Scotland. That's, That's right. really all the only positive stuff that we got. And guess what? None of that was about the team. <laughs> but hey, what? so. What do you, what do you think the Bruins do end up doing at the deadline? Like, I'm, we're obviously going to cover this. You know, we have several more episodes before the actual deadline on March eighth. But as we sit here right now, like, what do you think they end up doing? Big move, small move, stand pat. Uh, at this particular moment, big move to add a forward. Not Noah Hannafin. They're going to wait him out until the summer. Like, they they might wait someone like that out until the summer, especially with the connection to Boston and the rumors that he isn't doesn't necessarily want to sign an extension wherever he goes and he's a rental. So wait him out or wait, you know, wait. You have to wait one aspect of it out. Yeah. Um, I, I so. do think depending on where Hannafin ends up, like, he could sign an extension somewhere else for sure. Because I do think, I do think part of him will be like, okay, well, this team made the effort to get me. The Bruins didn't, you know, like sort of feel, yeah, but sort of like wanting, wanting to be with the team that, you know, went all out to get you type wanting thing. Wanting to be wanted. That's yes, all, exactly. that's all any of us yeah. want. Um, but, but also <laughs> he definitely understands that the market for him is so high. Like there's just some, like, you know, it's like when you're, you know, if, if you're a gold digger and you're like, okay, well, well, not everybody that's, that wants to date you has enough money to date you and take you on expensive dates. So you're going to have to wait, you know, a little bit, uh, get your payday. It'll come for you later in the off season. Maybe. I mean, the, the market for him is going to be really high. Like of, of the people that are rumored to be available, his he's up there. Like he's way up there. Yeah, it it will be, but I I also wonder if it stays like relatively within reason. Like I I would still be kind of surprised if someone gives him like eight million a year, say, or like more than that. Like I I kind of feel like there's still a bit of a ceiling because I think like I feel like most teams understand he's not like a true number one. He's like a really solid 
two, three, four guy. Um, so I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested, but he is also in his prime. Like, so that, that helps yes. for sure. Yes. And he probably can get a lot on the open market too, like as a free agent. So he probably wants to dip his toes in that when, when the season's over. Um, I wish Jake Getzel was going to be available for not a ridiculous price. Like I like Jake Getzel. That would be my like big move choice, but I think he's probably out of reach as well with what the, what Pittsburgh is going to want for him. But I've always liked him as a player. Also, I gave him the nickname pretzel. I don't think anyone else calls him that, but um, yeah, I call him, I, he's pretzel to me. And uh, you know, you, you call him this like in real life. Like you just, yes. you, you chat with Jake Ensel and you're like, what's yeah, up? Pretzel? No, you want to hear a funny story about this actually though. I was in a bar in Nashville. The entire Penguins team was there till about three in the morning. Um, we stayed there till three in the morning because we're like, they're here. Let's just hang out. So when I noticed they were there, I was panicking because Sidney Crosby was there and everybody could probably uh, understand based on comments I've made on this podcast that um, I would I would be freaked out by that, that that would that would, you know, make me stop breathing or something. Um, But I saw Jake Getzel first and I yelled to my cousin. I said, pretzels here. And she said, you want a pretzel? And I said, no, you don't get it pretzels here and she's like i have no idea what you're talking about um and i was like i yeah, know it's a hockey player <laughs> and then then cindy crosby and phil kessel were sitting in the, in the far corner trying to hide from everyone but uh yeah so yes i do call him pretzel in real life <laughs> yeah but i would love jake Genzel. like he's he's awesome he's i know some certainly some of his success has been because he's always been online with either Crosby or Malkin, usually Crosby. Um, but he's he's a great offensive player in, in his own right and really does it all, like finisher, playmaker. He gets to the front of the net. I think when I wrote up the like forward targets, um, which actually we haven't recorded since then, so by the way, people can check that out. Um, on Monday at WEI.com, I posted uh, 16 forward targets. I maybe got a little carried away and just kind of kept adding names to it. But, um, but you know, he was on there as obviously one of the top targets. You Scott's know. drafting a whole new team. <laughs> well, 16 but, different forwards. I, I will say the, like, as I was going through it, trade I do the think whole that, team piece by piece for the other. <laughs> yeah. Trade, trade your entire four. All your <laughs> just, just try to swap uh, it all out. That's a big trade deadline right there. No, but I, I do think there's more forward options, or at least it looks like there will be, than defensemen. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, which isn't surprising. Like Usually impact defensemen are hard to come by, just like top two centers are hard to come by. But it does seem like there's quite a few wing options, especially like in the middle six range. And then there's definitely, you know, 
fourth line depth options. Like th- those guys are always there, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even guys like, like Anthony Mantha in Washington or Riley Smith, if you stick he in Pittsburgh around at trade deadlines, doesn't he? Well, I mean, Washington made that big trade for him. They gave yeah. up a ton and yeah. he really didn't pan out. He had like a few down years and is finally bouncing back this year. And like everyone, he kicked the crap out of Nick Cousins over the weekend on, on Saturday. He had like a he's a big guy. He, he dropped the gloves with him. Yeah, he does have a lot of size in Nick Cousins, so he should win that fight. But everyone loved that because everyone hates Nick Cousins. He's he's a pest. He's annoying. Um, but yeah, but he, like he's also shooting the by far the best shooting percentage of his career. So I think people should be a little little weary there. Like his goal scoring is probably going to slow down a little bit. Yeah, come back down to the average. Um, yeah. But, it, you know, for Washington, like, I'm sure they're thrilled because they're like, okay, well, we can so- sell, you know, as high as they can. They're never going to get back what they gave up for him because yeah. they, they way overpaid. But Yeah. No, I, I don't mind him. I don't mind him either, but I feel I, my, like, and this is probably a an out of reach idea but if we're talking about like what i'd be excited to see the bruins do at the trade deadline like what they should be willing to do something crazy for like jake Ketzel would be someone that but you know what does pittsburgh want that the bruins have right and how do you make the salary work it's it like gensel is worth a shakeup, but it, it would be really complicated like yes you know, they're unless they traded away Tristan Jowry or something, like they're not gonna be in le- in the market for Lena Solmark. So, mm-hmm. you know, that like that wouldn't really be certainly not all as part of the same trade package. You'd have to get another team involved and it no matter what the Bruins do, it's gonna be complicated. It's really it's like, the over- arch- like, yeah. it's the like, really the overarching like yeah. The answer is prospects. Yeah. Right. And and the Bruins don't have those and would still have to clear out money in order to make the deal work. So yeah, not easy. Just find a way to get pretzel. That's what I'm going to tell Don Sweeney in the elevator next time I see him. And he's going to also are, be like, there's pretzels right here. What are you talking about? Um, I was going to say, are you going to start doing pretzel time? Because we do get pretzels <laughs> up in the press box too. So If he comes, yes. If he, if he's on the team, yes. Pretzel time. It's pretzel time. <laughs> And I can I can, I'll copy Scott's popcorn time segment. Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I guess that's a little bit optimistic to end off, right? Sure. Do you having a crack dream about adding right? Jake yeah, dream both guys <laughs> that they're not going to trade for. So. Yeah, but might as well my, trade for this. My, my, I mean, while we're doing that, my binky's Pavel Buchnevich, a player I've always really mm-hmm. liked, but. Don't no. don't think they're getting him either. So no, my favorite thing is that people actually think they're going to trade Sidney Crosby out of Pittsburgh, and I'm like, that's not, that's not going to happen. Don't get my hopes up like that. Um, but yeah, no, not going to happen. Anyway, what a fun podcast this was. <laughs> Who knew we needed Brian to keep us, you know, in high spirits? He would have found a way. No, but Brian would have been on, on my side, I think. And you you would have been then you would have really been swimming upstream trying to keep things positive. I don't know. I don't know. 
He's on my side with a lot of stuff. You're the you're the the wild card this year. <laughs> Some someone's gotta be gotta keep people on their toes. It can't be predictable. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm too. I'm like I'm too even headed or something. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean I think I usually am, but like at some point when you just keep seeing the same thing over and over again, it's like, it's just, it's hard for me to be like razor and be like, no, it's fine. Like they'll figure it out. There's still time. I'm like, "Mm, is there though? Because the trade deadline's 10 days away. So kind of have to decide if you have to do something or not real soon. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely get his opinion on Sunday skate. He was on Jones and Mego today, but I didn't get a chance to listen, but, um, I was listening. Yeah. It was, it was good. The they, voice of reason in any talk show about the Bruins bring in, bring in they, Ray Croft. They also because he was in for like almost an hour, at least forty five yeah. minutes. So they they were also like taking calls on football and Patriots and drafts and stuff. So Razor had to do some crossover and. Well, talk yeah, to... he did. He was talking to Fitzy about who the Patriots should draft on the way out of the office after Sunday skate. He had his opinions, and I was like, he knows more about football, like about this draft, than I do. Yeah, on top of it. Yeah, Razor can do it all. He he's been around long enough. Like he's he's lived here for for years and years now, so he he knows what's going on. Yeah. All right. Well, tune into Sunday skate. <laughs> That that was just all a long plug for that. If, um, is there anything else? If, if the Bruins if the Bruins keep choking, we're gonna have to transition to to Pat's draft talk too. No. Yeah. No. Don't not, even. Not not Red Sox though. We're definitely not. Don't even. Jo- yeah. No. No. Sorry, I'm vetoing that. Um, if you want me to be positive, we can do Celtics. I'll be plenty positive about the Celtics. Yeah, that, that's easier. That's easier. Uh, we'll get Terp on. <laughs> Our Celtics writer right. would transition. Uh, Sunday shoot I'm, around. I, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, not quite. Not quite there yet, guys. Maybe if they're both in the playoffs again, we do a, we do a combined show. I like that. I like I, that a lot. I, I fear for us that the, the Celtics are once again going to be going a couple of rounds deeper than the Bruins. But there he goes again. All right, let's, mm-hmm. let's send it on a low note now, I guess. All right, unless there's anything else you got to say. Anyways, just... have fun, everyone. Everything sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. I can't wait for Brian to come back next episode. Um, all right. Wait, I should probably say what the upcoming schedule is. So. Can they beat Vegas? Um, they play Vegas. Who, by on... the way, is also struggling a bit. They've uh, they've not had an easy go of it recently. That is going to be Thursday night at home. And then the Bruins head to the road again. So to start March, they go to Islanders. They go to Toronto. And then they have a back-to-back where they come home and play the Oilers. That's not going to be easy. Then they play Toronto again. Jeez, that's not an easy stretch. Um, those Toronto games should be pretty interesting, as well as the Vegas game. So um, I won't be there because I'm broadcasting a PC hockey game. But Scott, you got this. Um, and I think I'm 
I don't know if we 100% said this, but I'm assuming we're going to be recording Friday, sometime Friday after that Vegas game. Yeah. Um, obviously, Bridget will will be playing catch up because, as she said, she she has other, I, other duties to attend to. What happens is I just watch it in the morning and then I. Oh, it's fresh in my mind. Um, and then we record. Um, but I finally have a Friday off from college hockey, believe it or not. Because for some reason, a bunch of games this week and the next few weeks for the men are Thursdays. So. All right. Hmm. That's it. That's that's what we got. That's all we got today. All done. Um, well done. It's, you know, it's getting late. Closing time. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to say. Goodbye. Thank you all for listening. Normally Brian does this part. Um, Thank you all for listening and we will talk to you soon.